All right. People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many, uh... 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. Be nice. That ain't working. I want you to be nice. That ain't working. And you'll both be nice. <laughs> so much as my uh, wife was a giant. But, um... I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure that's the way you do it. (laughs) (laughs) The Reeves Company. Rack open a Teva Genesee. Watch the pictures as they travel through your neighbor's Wi-Fi. It's The Reeves Company. I'm Steve Reeves, the bull of American broadcasting, alongside the great Chris Morganti. How are you, Chris? I'm good. We celebrated a milestone tonight. We did it on the last show, and we get to do it again this week. Yeah, I did not expect those things to be in back-to-back shows, but uh, we got a little bit of a bump. I'd say, yeah. In viewership for the last uh, show, and we went directly from 40 subscribers to 50. And who could have ever expected that to occur? Not me. Not me either. And In fact, I, I had planned to bring champagne to celebrate 50 subscribers and totally forgot. So well, ne- it- next week, maybe. Okay, and maybe I'll do a toast then because I'd like to dedicate that to certain folks who I feel are responsible. All right. Or shall I just pay tribute now? Totally up to you. Okay, well, the people I want to thank most for this achievement, 50 subscribers, to our friends and our peers, because uh, they've had to sit back and watch us struggle, wanting to reach this goal of 50 subscribers. And, of course, there was nothing they could possibly do to help us in this pursuit. But they did what they could. They crossed their fingers, they sent thoughts, they sent prayers, they didn't step on any cracks, and we did it. Thank you, folks, for sitting back and doing what made this happen. We owe it all to you. That's a little bit passive-aggressive for us celebrating a milestone, but that, I, I'm just celebrating. Choice. I'm celebrating our milestone. All right. And giving credit where it's due. Well, before we get into our movie of the week of the week, which is Lucky Girl. Yeah. Uh, I had a few things I wanted to, to bring up. Uh, number one, Steve, I'm, I'm single again. So uh, to any ladies who might be watching who live in the Philadelphia area and are under 200 pounds, feel free to contact me at chrismorganti at yahoo.com. That, we, we, we have very different personal That is ads. my real email address. And, and if you're over 200 pounds, please feel free to contact me at stephenreese at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry for stepping on yeah, that. It's, it's do you, fine. Can we do it? You want to do it again? I don't think we need to do that. Uh, okay. <clears throat> now, right. Another thing I wanted to bring up, Steve, yep. is uh, today, earlier today, I was watching a documentary on the planets. Now, how do you pronounce the, the seventh planet from the sun? Well, hold on. There, yeah, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. Uranus, right? Yes. That's how we were taught. That's how we, I heard it for many years. But apparently, the scientific community was tired of all the people making jokes about Uranus. So they've changed the name to Uranus. Now, why change it from a, something that contains the word anus? 
to something that contains the word urine. How is, how is that making it any better? This has led me to believe that the scientific community is just messing with us. So I thought, why shouldn't I get in on the fun? And, and you know, because let's face it, why not pronounce it Uranus, right? There was, there was a way to pronounce this that wouldn't include a dirty word or whatever. But as long as we're doing that, I'm going to suggest, why not just change the whole name? Uh, I had one recommendation here. Uh, we will see in this graphic here, uh, Planet Cock and Balls. I think that would be a good name for it. Uh, here's another one, uh, Queef City. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we could change the name. I, hopefully we can get some uh, support behind this. Yeah, let's, let's get a campaign going. We have these 50 subscribers. Yeah. Who will uh, go to bat for us, hopefully. Sure. And make these changes occur. Um, another thing that happened to me, uh, a week ago I was in uh, Wildwood, which is the Jersey Shore, for those of you that don't know. And uh, <clears throat> Steve, I, I went to a water park one day because uh, I had my 12-year-old daughter with me. And uh, I, went, I went on some of the water slides with her uh, later, in the, later in the day. At the beginning of the day, I, you know, I, I didn't want to be in the sun all day. You know, I've had skin cancer. I don't need that. So uh, I went to the, uh, the bar that they have there adjacent to the water park. And uh, I saw a guy. Now, when I first saw this guy, he was ordering some sort of chocolate cocktail. And uh, it was not his first round of that <laughs> beverage. And, like a Brandy Alexander, perhaps? No, it was. Brandy is, I think, just milk and brandy. Uh, this had chocolate in it, you know, like Hershey's syrup, you know. And uh, somebody asked him what it was. He's like, I don't know, man. It tastes good, though. I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, he, seemed, he seemed pretty intoxicated. And this was about right before noon. Um, then later, as I went, I left the bar area to check on my daughter, make sure everything was okay. I see him walking by. Apparently, he was there with a lady and a, a young girl. Um, and he was complaining to the lady that she was, uh, what was the phrase he used? Derog uh, he was, she was uh, negating him or, you know, something to that effect. You know, he didn't like how he was being treated by her. Contradicting, perhaps? No, no, I forget the term, but... Uh, Anyway, uh, it's, he was loudly making the point that he didn't like how, how he's be, being treated and, and uh, it just didn't, it didn't look good at all. I, went, I go back to the bar. The next thing I know, I see the manager walk up to the bartenders and say, this guy's cut off, and he shows a picture on his phone. And I knew it had to be this guy. <laughs> uh, now, Steve, I'll give, you, I'll give you two guesses as to what sports logo this guy had tattooed on his arm. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it a football team? It is a football team, yes. Is it one regional to this uh, venue? Yes, it's a very close. Okay, the Philadelphia he football He had a Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles logo tattooed on his, uh, yeah. So that was... Uh, so you think there's a correlation between having that tattoo and that sort of behavior? Uh, Eagles fans are not known to be particularly well-behaved. So I'll let everyone make their own conclusions on that. I'm an Eagles fan myself, so I, you know, I'm not criticizing anyone. But you don't have the tattoo. I think it's the combination of the two things. Yeah, I would say so. Now, another thing that happened when I was down there, Steve, was uh, I accidentally stole a bicycle. And I know you're saying to yourself, how could something like that happen? Well, it's a popular thing to do down there is to rent bicycles because they're allowed on the boardwalk in the morning before noon. 
Um, and it's a long boardwalk. It's like, you know, I don't know, five, six miles. Um, so me and my daughter, we bicycle up to the very north end of the boardwalk. And there's like a little crescendo there. Not a crescendo. Gazebo type of thing. Uh, with seats. But some people call that a crescendo. No, uh, there's something, some similar word that I'm blanking on. Okay. I'm blanking on words tonight. Sorry. Um, and I got here sober, too, so I don't know. But uh, if the word you're looking for is hat, you may be having a seizure. Mm. Anyway, we could see, you could see dolphins when we got to this thing. Oh, nice. So we sat down. We got off our bikes and sat down for five minutes to look at the dolphins. Then we get back on our bikes, continue to ride around until our rental time is up, and return the bikes. Now, this is also time for me to check out of my hotel. So I check out, and the place where we rented the bikes was right across the street, and also they had a parking lot you could park in. So I can't park in a hotel anymore. I just checked out. So I park in this lot. Well, when I do that, the guy who rented me the bike walks up and he says, hey, man, that bike you brought back, that's not the bike you left with. <laughs> uh, and at first I'm like, sure it is. Uh, and then I look at it and I notice a couple key differences, uh, like the kickstand being in a different place and a very subtle difference to the handlebar. Otherwise, it was pretty similar. And uh, my first thing is, is this guy messing with me? But then I realized, no, it actually is a different bike. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. What do I do? You know? Um, and he said, at first, I thought he was telling me that the bike I brought back was worth more than the bike that, that he rented me. Uh, and then I'm like, well, if that's the case, then the person, maybe they figured out that this bike is left here and it has your number on it, then they should pro they would call and want their own bike back if it's worth more. So I'm not too concerned at this point. You know, I'm hoping this works out. Uh, I go about my day. I come back at the end of the day. Um, and the, the guy says, oh, the owner, that was the owner's bike, by the way. It was his personal bike that they also rented out. So the owner wants to talk to you. So he comes down and I'm like, dude, I, I am so sorry. Like, obviously I, you know, I, I didn't make any gain here, you know? Right. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do. And he says, it's okay, man. Just tell me where you returned the bike to and, uh, and I'll go get it. And I'm like, oh man. And I realized the guy working the thing was pretty dumb. So he totally misunderstood what happened told, or just couldn't communicate to the owner what happened. The, the owner called the cops and was like, hey, we got this bike. We got to return it. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, I don't Like, I wish you'd just hold on to it. You know, like, and he's telling me that the, the bike that I lost was worth more. So now I'm thinking either I picked up the wrong bike or somebody just flat out stole it and left their own bike there because they upgraded it, right? And I don't know what to do. And uh, the guy's just like, well, all right, these things happen. And that was it. So, I, I mean, I was expecting, well, that bike cost $500. We're going to need a check from you. That didn't happen. Um, and then I'm talking to my daughter, like, you know, the right thing for me to do here is to leave my name and number so that I can, you know, assist in filing a police report, whatever. But I'm getting out of Dodge. Like, I don't, I don't need this coming back to me. Three months later, this guy decides he needs some money. Now he's suing me for $2,000 or something, right. you know? You, you did just give out your email address. That's true. I'm assuming he's not a, he's not a viewer. Um, 
and they they had my they could have taken my license plate if they really wanted to track me down, you know. But hopefully nothing happens. I feel bad, but I didn't do anything on purpose. Honest here. mistake, yeah. Yeah, and and it, and the bikes were so similar that I didn't even notice. So I don't think there's much lost there. I I don't know, man. But yeah, I. I mean, I guess it's a, it was a crime. I don't know. I, I don't think it was a crime, is it? Maybe yeah. negligence. Yeah, definitely negligence. But not criminal negligence. Right, I suppose. Yeah. But definitely not the example you want to set in front of your 12-year-old daughter. Right, but yeah. you did explain to her that the right thing to do would be to leave. Yeah, but then I didn't do it. So it's kind of <laughs> did, did she know you didn't do it? Does she know that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, I was explaining to her, like, I'm not going to do that because of this. So, you know. She agreed with me, though. She's practical. Yeah. 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 Anything else you'd like to talk about? Before no, we get that's to our- it. I don't know if that bike story was worth telling, but I don't know. How many times in your life do you accidentally steal something? Zero. So, so yeah. yeah, that's a definitely a unique experience. Yeah. So uh, let's do it. Movie of the week of the week. Let's go. back i remembered what the drunk guy at the water park said now oh, yeah. you're downgrading me oh that's what he was saying to his lady friend who was there with her daughter. well i know maybe why, their daughter i don't know i know why you didn't remember that at first because that's a misuse of that term yeah yeah but you could say it would be a slang term for you know not feeling valued in a relationship or, right or something but like it's, that. it's nothing that uh, i don't think uh, reasonable people say no that's the first time i've ever heard it although it made me think he probably didn't think of it on his own so it's probably a slang term that some people use i'm sure it's in a rap song or something oh that's true yeah maybe that yeah so here we go our movie of the week of the week lucky girl this debuted on ctv in canada this is our first foreign made for tv movie uh we watched some australian stuff before we watched an australian uh not australian a uh new zealand tv uh, program uh, new zealand yes yeah but this is our first movie of the week of the week uh produced uh, for a network outside of our home country yes and I, I noticed that they made use of american football rather than your beloved canadian football yes were they aiming for an american market with this and didn't get it is that what happened well, I'm not sure of that because uh, the money that we see, we see a lot of money in this film, is uh, clearly Canadian. No, there, I actually had noticed that too. It was actually a mix. And I don't know if that's common in Canada to use a mix of Canadian and American money. I like, guess close to the border. They, I, I, I was in a, I was in a, a mall in a, the, just over the border. Right. And uh, there were two registers, one for American money and one for Canadian money. So I guess people who live close enough to the border do carry both. I, I don't no, for sure. Yeah, that, that's what we saw in the movie. And I know when I went to Niagara Falls, it was also that. But you figure that's like a big tourist Tourist, thing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I didn't know that was typical, you know. Well, again, it's called Lucky Girl, and it debuted on CTV on April 8th, 2001. It later aired in the U.S. So I guess maybe there were shots. Because I did see something in the comments about how it, it was edited for American television. Mm. So maybe there was no Canadian money in the American version. And also, there are some content things that I don't think would have aired on American television. Oh, you mean like when they when they referred to betting on the Redskins? Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, what is it? The Guardians? I'm sorry. 
So it aired on Lifetime to, in America. We, Jim, you can bleep no, that, I, right? You can fine. bleep that, right? I don't think that's an issue. Oh, okay. I don't think that's All an right. issue. Um, <laughs> it aired in America on Lifetime under the alternate title, My Daughter's Secret Life. Mm. And we'll see why neither title really applies. Right. Lucky Girl or My Daughter's Secret Life. Right. It stars a gal called Alicia Cuthbert. Are you familiar with her work? Um, I, I didn't, you, you sent me the movie and I was like, I don't know who that is. But then I realized that I did watch the first half of the first season of 24. Yeah. And I believe she played Kiefer Sutherland's daughter in that. She did. And, yeah. uh, she landed that role this same year. We're going to see her. Yeah. It was the same year. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she plays a teen math whiz who was saving money for a trip to Europe with her best friend. Yeah. Now, most Canadian kids her age might might save for that sort of thing by taking a weekend job at a Tim Hortons. Okay. Well, that's not what she does, is it, Chris? No. She she goes a different route. Yeah. Now, when we first see her, she's scratching off a lottery ticket in class, and she wins 10 Canadian dollars. Mm. Well, that's not going to get you to Paris. I, I, it, maybe it does. I don't even know. Do you know? <laughs> it, it, uh, it definitely does not. No. So that's, that's worth less than 10 American dollars. Okay. <laughs> so that night, she hosts a birthday party. For uh, her friend, uh, the one she has European travel plans with. Yeah. And the two girls lure their friends into a game of poker. Yes, they're, they're wealthier friends. Yeah. Yeah. Who have $100 allowances. Yes. Yeah. And Alicia walks away with $85 in winnings. Nice. So the next day, Alicia notices some action going on in the high school halls. So Brains heard you fleece Marina poker last night. Fleece actually means cheated. I just kicked your ass. Maybe you want in on the football pool then. See, the tiny little boxes are the games and the itty bitty numbers. Tim, if you figured it out, I'll be fine. <laughs> now, can we stop it? Who who is that dude who she just and he insulted her and she insulted him? He looks very familiar. Is he in anything? I don't know. I got a Degrassi vibe from him, but okay. I don't think so. Well, I never watched that, so it wouldn't be... I think he just looks like someone else, you know? But I can't even identify who, so... I yeah, don't I don't recognize him. Yeah. All right, sorry to interrupt. No, it's fine. Just continue. We get to see this again. There's her friend. They're going to Europe together. Well, they plan to go to Europe. So Brains heard you fleece Marina poker last night. Police actually means cheated. I just kicked your ass. Maybe you want in on the football pool then. See, the tiny little boxes are the games and the itty bitty numbers. Tim, if you figured it out, I'll be fine. <laughs> are these your odds or the Street Vegas line? Mix. Is that okay with you? He did the shifty Fine. eye there. <laughs> Give me Steelers over Washington at six. What else? And Denver over Cincinnati, four and a half. I'll take the dog. Put me down for 60. Any more? Got lots of action uh -oh. open. Not today. Bye, Cheryl. <laughs> oh my God, that was awesome. Since when do you know anything about football? Are you kidding? Osmosis. Between my dad and Terry, I could referee a Rose Bowl. Yeah, so Alicia's father runs a hedge fund. Yeah. Well, 
I, I didn't know if that was really the case or if they were using that as a metaphor. He seems to spend all his time engaged in professional gambling. Yeah, but I see no evidence of him actually placing wagers. Yeah, yeah, I don't really. It wasn't really clear what the hell was going on there. Well, um, Terry, she just mentioned Terry. Uh, Terry is her younger brother. Yeah. And he's kind of their father's uh, gambling protege. Sure. Yeah, why not teach your son how to sports gamble at the age of eight? Yeah, he quizzes them on the spread and the odds and stuff sure. like that. And um, Terry doesn't say much in this film, but he does have, in my opinion, the best line in the entire movie. All right. So we'll get to that in a bit. So stick around. <laughs> So, meanwhile, Alicia, she's called over by one of her high school mates uh, who appears to be played by Jerry Hall. I don't really know what's going on over here. Let's, uh, Is that let's Mick Jagger's this. girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a reference for the kids. Great. Oh, my God. Is that her brother driving? So? Hot. You guys have met my brother Ron, right? Really? I mean, come on. Dead rare. I remember you. What? Well, last time I saw you, you were around 11, right? <laughs> yeah. Jerry Hall? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I ever knew what she looked like. Oh, well, she looks like that teenage girl. Really? Yes. Playing Keep right. the Can with Janice. It's uh, been a while. See you at the card shop, right? Well, hardly. Do so you want to ride someplace? I'm with a friend. Hi, friend. You both can come, you know. Okay, that's Ron. Keep him in mind. We'll get back to him in a bit. Chris? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted to say something. So, meanwhile, the football pool pays off big time for Alicia. 130 Canadian dollars. Loonies, I believe they call them. Well, no, the loonies are the individual coins that are... Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was just a slang for a Canadian dollar. Oh, no. No, it, it refers to the dollar coin that has a loon on it. The bird? Oh. No, I, I didn't I didn't know that. Oh okay. that's interesting. Or is it? I don't I don't know. Well she wins all this money and her ambitions grow. Let's take a look. Giants or dolphins, Terry? Giants. Giants. Or dolphins, who cares? You care. She and Cheryl were practically cheering at the TV yesterday. She's in a pool. A football pool? Why didn't you tell me? You made up some story about asses, no less. Because it's embarrassing. Who'd you pick? Um, Giants, Philly, and Seattle. And you're bold. But you're not an idiot. How much? Five bucks. Well, five bucks is all right. It's entertainment. If there weren't gamblers in this family, there wouldn't be any food on the table. You're on a hedge fund, honey. You're not See, master. now he's making a comment like that. That's why it led me to believe that that whole hedge fund thing wasn't real. Well, no, but then the wife says, you run a hedge fund, relax. You're not exactly Legs Diamond or whatever she says after this. We'll, we'll hear it in a bit. But uh, uh, It doesn't make sense. If you run a hedge fund. But he, he refers to that as gambling because you're betting on stocks. That, I mean, that's not how you should be running a hedge fund, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but okay, all right. It's a form of gambling. I, no, it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. But all right, all right. Well, let's maybe maybe in Bernie Madoff world it is, but <laughs> now he was running actually a pyramid yeah, scheme. Yeah, yeah, that was no, no, a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi. Sorry, well, yeah, yeah. they're very similar. There are similarities mm, among the, really, between the yeah. two. Listen, Cheryl and I are putting it all towards Europe. 
But it's Matt Berman's pool. He's the one really raking it in. I could make a ton more if I had my own pool. No, Caitlin. This Mac Birdbrain, or whatever his name is, can lose that money just as easily as he wins it. And that's the risk. Okay, but seriously, Mom, I mean... Caitlin, I said no. So please don't turn to your mother. Now, this is exactly what I have been talking about. I was going to say no, Stop too, downgrading I... me. <laughs> I don't want her in any pool. Gambling is cheesy, Caitlin. It doesn't suit you. It's not cheesy. And if you're going to play, you set yourself a five-buck limit, you don't chase your losses, and you do your research. Oh, God, don't say that. She loves research. Five bucks? Why even bother? I guess, I guess gambling addicts like the thrill of it. More right, than, right. It's more, more of a chase. Money. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, I mean, I still am involved in sports gambling, but for me, it, I, I derive zero pleasure from this other than a purely financial motive <laughs> <Right>. of increasing <laughs> my bank balance, which, uh, you know, whatever. Now, Chris, in the U.S., this film was called, uh, it was retitled My Daughter's Secret Life. Hmm. Apart from the amount she actually won, what secrets does this girl have exactly? Yeah, it's pretty all out there. Yeah. Hey, Dad, I'm going to start a gambling ring for children. Don't do that. But I want to. Okay, well, just uh, do your due diligence. All right, I'll let you know how I make out. Yeah. That's <laughs> no secrets at all. And as we'll see, uh, not so lucky with it. <laughs> well, before we see that, let's see the research montage. Oh, man, I fell asleep. This put me to sleep. Why was this in here? I literally fell asleep. That's how boring this is. There's no dialogue. There's barely any music. I mean, that's like what? Hitting one key on a Casio? This is watching someone do homework is what we're doing. Well, that's what she's doing. But I think it shows her dedication. Spice it up a little bit, man. And you do know what her real what realization her painstaking research led to, right? Uh, no, no. What? It's not called a quarterbacker. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is that what they call it in you, Canadian you, football? You never heard a girl say that. Oh, oh, the quarterbacker got knocked over. Uh, And uh, by the way, I was married to an athlete, so she knew things. <laughs> yeah. When they showed her computer in that clip, I realized that the web design was uh, pretty basic and that monitor was pretty thick. It was 2001. Yeah. But see, you, see, Chris, you're a smart guy. But sorry, folks. Uh, that's just the way things were then. And I have to say this. I don't think I should have to. But I know that I do. And I know this isn't you. It's not you. But believe me, there are people who don't understand that uh, as a movie ages, the technology within it isn't updated to fit the current era. Uh-oh. If you don't believe me, I have anecdotal evidence to back this up. In the, from the YouTube comments? Oh, not from the YouTube comments. Oh. Just, uh, just from life. I mm. took Spanish in high school. Oh, okay. And uh, one day in class, we were watching the movie Footloose, dubbed in that language. Now, at that point, Footloose had been around, the movie had been around for about a decade. Chris, you have a weird face. I, I get the idea that watching a movie dubbed into Spanish yes. could help you learn the language. I question the educational choice of Footloose. 
They couldn't uh, under what on what grounds? <laughs> you couldn't find something that's also entertaining, but maybe you would learn something from. It might have been the fact that we probably had a familiarity with that film, so we would know what was supposed to be said. Uh, and when we hear the characters speak those words, we would know that those are the words that mean the corresponding words. What school did you go to where Footloose was your common denominator movie? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, so we're watching Footloose. Okay. Bunch of Spanish students. We're watching this film dubbed into Spanish. And um, you've seen Footloose, right? I have. Yeah. Now, you know the scene where Kevin Bacon and his rival, they're having a, they're, um, they're competing in a, they're playing Tractor Chicken. Yes. It's my favorite scene. Tractor Chicken. Yes. So you also know that when the competition begins, someone presses play on a boombox. Sure. And do you know what song we hear at that moment? No. Holding Out for a Hero by yes. Bonnie Tyler. Yes. Great song. Great scene. Okay. Well, I'm in class watching this movie with my alleged peers. Uh, age-wise and intellectual-wise, mm. we're in the same level, the same... <laughs> uh, and, and Holding Out for a Hero starts to play... As we all expected to, because that's part of the movie. Right. And a gal said, uh, hello, old song. <laughs> wow. See, no, I thought, I thought she would question why they were still using a boombox. I thought that's where you were going. Oh, oh no, 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 no. no that doesn't, that's not as bad, because it is an old song at that point. It's what, 10 years later or something? But what do you expect to be in an older movie? Yeah, but she's just commenting that, it's an, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like she expected bad. Ace of Base to come out of the uh, oh, That would have been pretty sweet, box, too, frankly. <laughs> All right. So, so that digression made necessary by some carrot, I'm sure, is up to something pretty groovy these days, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so, Alicia. Maybe I'll be getting an email from her later. <laughs> well, unless, she, unless she ballooned up. <laughs> then you will. <laughs> well, Alicia, she starts her schoolyard football pool. And it's an instant, instant success, which leads to a lot of open-air money exchanging and zero faculty suspicion. Now, have you seen The Sopranos? I, I haven't. This is just a complete aside, but uh, the, a lot of their income seems to come from running these types of football pools. You know, now it's all run by casinos and the government is all legal, but uh, it seemed incredibly complicated. To, they don't. They're not working at a with a computer or anything. It's all in their head. They're instantly adjusting things based on oh, I got this much action on this side of the contest and this much on the other side, and uh, it seems like a very difficult thing to do. I'm just pointing that out. I don't know why, but it is odd that nobody sees all this going on right under their noses. Right. I feel like this is the kind of school where you could just send Ken Jennings in to take your exam for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that would have helped me out a lot because uh, I had to take a remedial course in potent potables. Ooh. By the way, isn't that what Trump did? Didn't he hire somebody to take his SATs? <laughs> or am I, am I being victimized by the liberal media? That, I don't, I don't that, know. that may be the case, Chris. Who, who even knows anymore? Yeah. Uh, and sorry, sorry, folks. We've been talking a while. Let's check in and see how Alicia is doing now with her enterprise. Don't spend it all in one place. Jeff. Even you win today? 60, 80, 100. Just take it. Go. What happened? Spreads were all wrong. 
How? I don't know how. The moon was in the wrong alignment. Well, how much did we lose? We're fine, okay? See, now, Steve, now the comment I made makes a little more sense because, right, you have your initial spread, right? But if you're getting all the action on one end, you can't just keep going with that because if, if that doesn't work out, if it goes the other way, you don't have enough money to pay it. So, you know, you got to constantly be... There's a way to readjust on the fly. Yeah, you got to change the odds to affect, oh, this much action on here. That's what casinos do. You got to be doing the same thing. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. In The Sopranos, you see these guys doing this, and you're like, man, that looks really complicated. You know, she's not doing that, apparently. Apparently. So, you know, I think that's why she ran into trouble here. All right. She's left. Okay, now, see, what's that for? Look. We can't cover everyone, all right? So instead of freaking out all the time, why don't you back me up for once? Hey, the big winners. That's right. Sweet three-team parlay. It's like six to one. I think it's like, what, $900? I think it was... By the way, that's... All right. All right, stop it, please. I, I th Does he look like Dane Cook? I don't know. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Oh, there's kind of a Dane Cook thing going on over there. It, that could be it. But also, uh, six to one on a three three leg parlay. That's you're getting robbed, dude. Uh, yeah, I, a, I, a three leg parlay should be at least twenty to one. That's crazy, crazy. Well, I'm glad you know these things because I, I don't. It's like it's. I watch, mean, apparently the like person wrote Footloose in English to me. Apparently, the person who wrote the script didn't either, because that I mean that would never happen. Feeling the heat yet, Caitlin? From you. You want heat, Tim? Let's go double or nothing. Ah, she doesn't have it. Spurs over Dallas tonight. People now. And you're betting against Dallas. You want the payout? Fine. I'll take your double or nothing. You better be serious. I'm all serious. What are you, her lawyer? Okay. No, no, this guy's an idiot. You don't go double or nothing. What what, do you, what is that? That you know what that means? I don't have the money. That's why she's asking you to go double or nothing. Get the money from her and then rebet it if you want. You don't go double or nothing. What the idiot? So you're saying this is wildly inaccurate? I would believe that a high school kid would be that stupid. So it's not it's not unbelievable. I'm just pointing out he's a dumbass. That's all. Well, Dallas wins, and that uh, that puts Alicia even further deeper into debt. To her punters. Yeah, and also deeply upset that dude from the water park. <laughs> he was very upset about that. Dallas winning. <laughs> so naturally, Elisa, Alicia takes this opportunity to point out to them that uh, not only are they all children, this is also illegal, and she's not obligated to pay them loony one. Well, yeah. That's pr that's bad business, though, I would yeah, think. Yeah and, yeah, and of course, that's not what happens. She's a gal of her word, a person of honor, with a capital U. So instead, she joins an online casino using her mother's credit card. Right. And tries to win what she owes by playing digital roulette. She loses big. I thought she got her own credit card, but yeah, I, I guess it was her mother's. I don't know. Well, at some point, it comes up that uh, there's a big credit card bill. Yeah, but I thought it was her own. All right. Yeah. She does also steal from her mother at one point. So 50 yeah. bucks from her purse and a blank check. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Now, uh, remember Ron, that guy in the car from earlier? Jerry Hall's brother? The dude with sunglasses. Yeah. Who was apparently hot. 
Well, Alicia is playing poker at his house. She excuses herself to take a call from her mother. Well, I'm sorry. Look, I completely forgot. Yeah, Cheryl and I are studying. I don't know, like seven? Okay, I promise. Okay, bye. Hi. Hi. Your mother? Uh. I'm afraid of Ron's. Got a card game in there? You don't have to answer that. Blair, what are you doing here? Well, you didn't come by. Yeah, got caught up here, sorry. Yeah, so now this Blair chap is part of our lives. Yeah. He and Ron have an association that, at this point, is very vague. Yeah. We'll find out later that he's a scumbag, and we'll just leave it at that for now. Right. I, lo- I like the casting choice where they didn't cast a guy that really looked like a scumbag. He looks like he could be, you know, just like a guy with a boring job or something. You yeah, know? yeah. So I liked that they went a little bit different there and didn't cast him as, you know, some guy who looks like what you would expect. I agree. It provides uh, somewhat of a twist yeah. as we uh, proceed. So, um, yeah, there's a poker game going on inside, and Alicia's winning big. Yeah. She's shaking down Ron's friends. Yeah. And she makes back enough to pay all of her imagined debts. Right. But she lends Ron half so he can pay a debt of his own. Well, that's a really stupid decision. And at school, she's pulled into the boys' washroom and insulted by some of the students she owes money to. Yeah. They take all she has, roughly a thousand bucks. Well, was she lost when they doubled down? She lost that. They, they won their double down. Yeah, Dallas won. So she owed them like two grand. Yeah. Yeah. So they demand the rest. They take a thousand from her. They demand the rest ASAP. So desperate, Alicia visits Ron, sunglass guy, right, uh, to collect what he owes her. The other half that she won in the poker game. But he's unable to repay her. So Ron suggests they visit Blair. Hi, guys. Hey, Blair. Hi, Caitlin. Now, can we stop it here? Judy? Uh, You'll notice that that garage isn't painted. But you think, okay, maybe people don't paint their garages, because why would you? His whole house looks like that. And it's never explained. Yeah. Alicia goes upstairs. She sees uh, furniture still covered in plastic, and not in the Italian way. In the, uh, it's, it's never been sat on. Never because been it's, used. It's still in the, not plastic, but the, the, the covering that it comes in. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were trying to say with that. Yeah, they, it's never explained. Right. It looks like the house looks like a work in progress, but it's not. They live there and they live comfortably. Yeah. Now, uh, Ron does say they're minimalists. He does, yeah. But that's still not a suitable explanation for what we see when the house is explored. Yeah, I mean, even if you're a minimalist, that you don't normally buy a new... The house builders usually paint the walls, right? I don't, am I wrong about that? I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I know people who have bought new homes. They're not usually, well, we got to paint before we move in. That's not a, I don't know. There's something else going on in the scene that I want to comment on after we uh, 
me let this roll here. Okay, let's see this. Caitlin, Judy. Hi. Hi, sweetheart. Caitlin, come. <laughs> I'll go put another pot on. Hey, Ron. You notice Joe how Caitlin this is... the lucky girl? She clean... This is done with a handheld cam. I just point that out so people can notice as they watch. So okay. let's go. Ronnie's buds out at poker the other night. Really? Nice one. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Well, she ends up using the bathroom and walking through their house. And as you said, she sees all this stuff like it's not painted, the furniture is still wrapped. And she's also freaked out because she's there to borrow money from this guy. Blair, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm assuming the reason they went with a handheld cam here was so that the shakiness would be to punctuate her emotional state, right? And this was the thing, I think it was common at the time. It was more common at the time to use handheld cameras, like in the 2000s or something. Um, but I think that came about when people were doing like, like a Cloverfield type of movie where it was supposed to be, the camera was part of the movie. In this movie, the camera, you're not, there's not supposed to be camera there, right? You're not supposed to know there's a camera. Yeah, you're saying suddenly it becomes a documentary. Yeah, it, 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 I think they were doing it to punctuate her emotional state, but it just ends up being, you're focused on, you're, now that the, you're conscious of the fact that there's a camera, which shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the case. So I, I think it was a poor choice. You know, I just complimented their casting choice, and now I'm pointing out something I think they did wrong. But given what we're going to find out later, is it possible that that's kind of a, a, a pretext about um, handheld cameras? We're not going to give anything away right now. I see what you're saying. Maybe some foreshadowing. Okay, all right. I don't know. So uh, Blair's wife gave Ron a nice greeting there. I don't know if you noticed that, the way she kissed him. I did not pick up on this. It was on the cheek, but, uh, geez, I, I wonder what that's all about. A little too familiar? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, and Alicia also reacted. Her, her facials went, uh, ooh, what's going on over here? Okay. It's a little weird. All right. Um, so Alicia borrows $3,000 from Blair, Canadian, with a promise to repay him the following Friday. She now has the money to pay her debts, but that night Ron takes her to an underground casino. Yeah. And Alicia loses all of Blair's money on blackjack. Now, are we going to see that scene? We're not. What would you like to say? Though? All right. Well, I want to point out that last week we also watched a movie with a casino. By the way, if people wonder what I'm doing. These cans are, require an opener because they're damaged. That's why they were 49 cents. Yeah, nice. But last week we also watched a movie that took place at a casino. That was supposed to be a real Atlantic City casino. And it clearly was just the living room of someone's house. Here, they're going to an underground casino, which should look like someone's house, but instead looks like a real casino. I don't get it. It should have been the other way around, but just pointing that out. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. I'm just trying to figure out where we are. So uh, now, Alicia, she loses all that money on Blackjack at the underground casino. She can't pay anyone back. She can't pay, she can't pay her punters or Blair. Right. And yeah, now she owes twice as much. Deeper hole. Yeah. Absolutely. So with Alicia's family out of the house for the night, mm. she had Ron stage a robbery of the family home. Yeah. Let's see the aftermath. Check out Terry, breakout star. Just makes me feel 
pill. Our computers got took. <laughs> Good old Terry. Oh, they took your English book too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so Ron's supposed to sell the takings and split the proceeds with Alicia. Instead, he goes incommunicado. Shouldn't they just have robbed someone else's house? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not a burglar, but <laughs> robbing your own house. <laughs> oh. Clearly, I'm not a good burglar. I uh, stole a bike and made no money. So who am I to give advice? So Ron disappears, and uh, Alicia tracks him down. Actually, she tracks him down at his house. She knocks on the door, but she's surprised to find Blair inside. Give me my money. Give me my money, Ron. You said we were gonna, you said you were gonna split it with me, okay? You can't do this to me. That was my house and my stuff. Give me my money. Kittle. Kittle, I don't need to know the details here. All I need to know... You listening? Kittle? Kittle? All I need to know is that you're going to be at my house tomorrow. After school, right? Regardless. Now, can I, um, at the risk of being too inside, can I just point out that I believe... Blair is the uh, Dennis Haran of the Canadian underworld. <laughs> he does look like an old friend of ours. Yeah. <laughs> this actor does bear a striking resemblance to someone we've known a long time. And uh, <laughs> at first it was kind of off-putting, to be honest. <laughs> so why is he doing this? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so with only a day to go before her debt to Blair comes due, Alicia borrows $26.45, Canadian, from Terry. His money did not get took in the robbery, Chris. Yes, by Terry, you mean her eight-year-old little brother. She yes. took his entire life savings to go gamble. But 26 bucks, she plans on making, what, what does she owe now, six grand? <laughs> yeah, a solid plan. So she has back. Solid plan. Turn $26 into 6000 Yeah. But she heads back to the underground casino and rakes it in the dough. Okay. And gives it to her mother to pay off the credit card Alicia used to sign up for the online casino. Yeah. So she still owes everybody else. The next afternoon, she heads over to Blair's without the money to repay him. Alicia is greeted by Blair's wife, who leads her down to the basement where they discuss cinema. Has it ever said that she's his wife? Yes. Oh, okay. You like movies? Aren't you, Caleb? No, notice how... No, look. I guess, yeah. Not only is it not painted... So they, do we. There's drywall missing. <laughs> A lot of people have unfinished basements. Okay. He hasn't mentioned them, though. I think we could have some fun. What do you think? They want to make a movie with her. Well, we'd really like it. Mm -hmm. 
Sit over here. I don't know if I can... I haven't done this. Try. Yeah, just try. Okay? It's no big deal. I guess I could, maybe. What will I have to do? Oh, almost nothing. Just have fun. Blair isn't really even that interested. Mostly me. They have girlfriends. Now, now Steve, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but... Before you think that this is the tale of a, an innocent high school girl who got caught up in the world of gambling and then this is what it leads to, we also saw her earlier in the movie just casually smoke meth. So um, she's not she's kind of thrown herself full hog, whole hog into uh, right. Well, know, it was that this. lottery ticket. Yeah. But that was in order to stay awake to gamble all night long. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's medicinal meth, then all right. <laughs> now, um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, Blair's wife says this is mostly for her. Blair's not really that interested. Yeah, I think he's pretty interested. Well, maybe in this case, but <laughs> it makes me wonder what kind of scam Ron has going. Yeah. Hey, Blair, can I borrow a, a million dollars? Okay, but if you don't pay me back by Friday, you know my wife's gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> Why would anyone ever pay Blair back <laughs> yes. if these are the consequences? <laughs> I don't think Blair thought this through. <laughs> Alicia is probably the one goal he scored in his entire career. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Ron actually does help rescue Alicia, but only after the fact. He hips her mother to the situation, yeah. and the mother heads over to uh, Blair's to collect her daughter. And uh, We're going to see that, right? Uh, we're not, but she bludgeons him. Well, mother. I think we need to see that. Okay, I don't know where that is, Chris. Uh, <sighs> it's at the very end. It's the last thing before the credits. No, no, I, no. Well, it's no, the second no, to last no, thing. It, it's, there are a few things. No, we're way, we're way beyond. All right, then. Never mind. What she does is she takes the, uh, you remember the club that people used to put on their steering wheel? It was an anti-theft device. Yeah. yeah. She takes that off her steering wheel. Or no, I, well, she drove there, so it couldn't, uh, whatever. She takes that and uh, smashes Blair over the head several times with it, which could kill a man. Yeah, the, the club was very, well, it was called the club for a reason. Yeah. But it was also odd, they established it very early in the film that the mother had the club in her vehicle. Right. Because it was odd to see her do that, to see anybody do that in any kind of production. It was not something you would see on television. Right. Except in an ad for the club. But to see somebody actually um, put one of those in place, it was odd enough to make me think, oh, that might be something that comes in handy later on. Yeah. I, I never expected this, of course. So, yeah, she bludgeons the guy and then uh, goes home and does what anybody could have done at any time. They called the police. Yeah. So Blair and his wife are arrested. So Alicia goes into rehab and then starts uh, gambling again. Anything else you want to say, Chris? Yeah. 
Uh, Jim, can we can we pull up the comments that I had picked out? These are YouTube comments from people who have watched the movie. Hello, old computer. <laughs> I, I can't I can't read them. Can we can we put them full screen? Well, Jim, can you read them? Because there's no way I'm seeing this. It doesn't matter. All right, here's the. Here's I'll read the, it. For, I can read it for you if you want. Okay, please. Well, he's not on mic. Yes, I am. He's on mic now. I'm All on right. mic. Uh, Mums are heroes. Parents love is unconditional. She was a brave woman. The mother gave him a good beating. That dirty old man. Now I understand how some people would have this take on this movie, because they're simpletons. Here's my take on this movie. Uh, what happened? What what's what's the character's name? Alicia Cuthbert. What's her character's name? Uh, 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 um, yeah, it, it, I I never say the character's name because you get confused if I don't call them. All right. right. Anyway, she Caitlin. Went, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yes, she went to Blair Dennis Aran. She went to Blair to borrow money. He lent her that money. Okay. Uh, when she couldn't pay him back, he offered. An alternative solution, which was sleep with me and my wife. I'm assuming both of them were involved in this. Yeah, because he is dressing when the mother shows up. Right. So there was a cause for him to be undressed. And when the mother shows up, he does make a point of saying that she is of age. So she, they establish she's 17. In some places, that's legal. In some places, it's not. But we're led to assume that, this was, that it's legal where they are. Okay, um, they in no way physically try to stop her from leaving. She could have left at any time and just paid him back the money that she owed to him. Okay, so uh, she decided not to do that because she wanted her debt forgiven. Uh, in my mind, that's consensual sex. So what crime... Did Blair commit? None that I can think of. Now, perhaps there's some minor law involving the camera that he used. I don't know. Um, who, who did commit a crime here? Uh, how about the mom committing assault when she viciously beat Blair with a club? How about the fact that the cops show up and arrest Blair? That makes me think that the mom and the family concocted a story to tell the police that she was... That, Caitlin was raped, which she was not. Deadly justice. Deadly justice. Sorry, not raped. So, <laughs> so who is who's the bad guy here, and who is the hero of this story? Uh, in my mind, Blair is being victimized by this woman, this teenage girl, and her mother. And I'm standing by that, and I don't care who agrees with me. Has a teenage vixen ensnared you into her gambling debt-fueled web of depravity? Have you been assaulted by an overprotective parent of an out-of-control teen? Have you and your power more been falsely accused of deadly justice? Don't take the law into your own hands. Leave that club in the car where it belongs. Contact us, the law office of Munganess and Albano. I mean, that mom also served alcohol to minors at some point. That was never even brought up. We didn't even see that. I think they're hiding evidence. 
Who's the real victim here? Hmm. Google us. Do not yell. Well, apparently someone agrees with me. Well, uh, in that case, shall we rate this motion picture? Sure. Why don't you go first? Okay, I'm going with two and a half Meredith Baxter's. I realize this is a movie about addiction. It's supposed to take us inside the mind of a compulsive gambler. But it wasn't long before I stopped caring if she caught up to the money she owed. It's hard to want to root for someone who makes bad decision after bad decision. At some point, you just say, well, enough. I'm done. I'm out. But it was well acted. It was. And um, it could have gone more after school specially mm-hmm. than it did. That's a point. Uh, I would say it also could have gone in the other direction more than it it, it did. Um, if you told me that, well, you did tell me that we're going to watch a movie about a teenage girl who rang up so much gambling debt she had to resort to prostitution, I would have said, well, this is right up my alley. Um, but I found it to, be, it to be kind of boring at parts. So I, I don't know. I'm only going to give it to, to uh, Meredith Baxter's. There was a lot of gambling. Yeah. And I did. I fell asleep in the one scene. I mean, that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. Well, in that case, uh, anything you'd like to talk about, we didn't talk about. I think I've said enough. All right. Well, in that case, I think we did it. Thanks so much, Chris Morgani. I'm Steve Rees. Ask you, wait, wait. Ask you, wow. Tigers. Eat them raw. We did it. Uh,